Hello and welcome to episode number 13 of Cover Drive Collective. I am Anand Samad and this is my co-host and friend Vashish Chhabria. And we are going to talk about the initial first three matches of IPL and the big news coming in from Virat Kohli that he stepped down from India's captaincy and RCB's captaincy. So we'll be talking a lot about Virat Kohli and the first three matches and the current match which is going on between DC and SRH. So without wasting any time, let's just deep dive into Virat Kohli dropping, you know, stepping down from captaincy. Vasist, give us your insights, give us your thoughts. What do you think about it? And, you know, uh, who's going to be the next T20 captain of India? Anand, I really thought you were going to quote Amita Bachchan and tell me, whatever it is. But I am I'm not very happy with the news. Of course, I have mentioned in previous episodes and I really think someone is listening to our podcast about reconsidering Virat Kohli as captain. But I don't know. This does not put a smile to my face. Virat Kohli has been an aggressive captain for sure, but a very effective T20 captain. We have toured the world in uh, bilateral T20 series and we have won in Australia, South Africa, England, New Zealand, everywhere we've gone, we've won T20I series there. And at least in the first half of the IPL, RCB was almost untouchable. So I don't know whether it's just workload from other formats and that's getting a bit too much for him or he wants to balance his time now since he's a parent as well. So I don't react too positively to this news, but if it's for his betterment and his mental health, then more power to him in that case. This is going to be his last World Cup as T20 captain. And this is his last opportunity to win an ICC T20 World Cup as captain. So India is going to go in with all guns blazing to quote Ravi Shastri and really, really push for this win. You know, uh, I'll be very honest. I was really, really surprised when he, you know, stepped down from captaincy because when he got the permanent captaincy, like, you know, of all three formats in 2017, that's the time when we saw Virat Kohli at his prime. I mean, he's the he's that kind of a guy who relishes opportunity, who relishes responsibility. He likes, you know, the responsibility. He likes to be in the limelight, you know, he, he, he's that kind of a person. He's like, okay, come see me. I'll get your money's worth. He's that kind of a person. And if I have to remove stats and records, because, you know, I love stats and records, his average as a captain has been staggering more than 50. I mean, before he was captain, you know, he was lost 45, 47, if I'm not wrong. And after being the captain, it's 50, 55, he's just been growing. I mean, he's that kind of a batsman, you know, when he, when he got the captain, he's like, okay, now this is my chance. I remember, you know, his first match as a captain, ODI match, okay, that is 2017, actually, I'm going to say. Not before that. Uh, he scored an unbeaten 121, if I'm not wrong, against England in Pune. That was his first, you know, proper series as a captain, I would say. And boy, trust me, 64 for four, chasing a target of 300 plus. You know, England bowlers coming in all guns blazing, quoting Ravi Shastri, as you said. That guy, you know, Virat Kohli having a partnership with Kedar Jadav. Boy, what a partnership. What an innings. I mean, that really says, you know, first first series as a captain and he scores 100. So, I don't think it's a workload. It's just that it's a downside going, you know, for him. It, it's been really bad two years for Virat Kohli. He slipped from number one to number six in ODIs and number five. 
in uh, in uh, in T20s if i'm not wrong but you know it's really disheartening to see him so down in you know he's that kind of a person i don't know it's just very hard to put into words it's really really disheartening mashist absolutely and when it comes to virat kohli in any format he is a formidable threat no team in the world would ever take virat kohli lightly forget a virat kohli led team as a captain in that test series against england they showed fire he showed fire against numerous series against different teams in any format and that's what's special about virat kohli and him just showing this different side of him just being like okay i'm going to take a step back and i'm still going to play i'm still going to be in the 11 hopefully but i'm not going to be leading a very crucial format see i don't think it will be a crucial format i feel because uh, yes t20 is important but for me test cricket and odi is the main point of focus for cricket especially test cricket i mean yes it it is you know still uh, still there are no much viewers or people coming to the stadiums to watch test cricket but it's growing day by day okay so and virat kohli really really touch, loves test cricket and i'm so glad he hasn't give up that captaincy you know that format of captaincy but uh, i think if it is what he wants okay if he thinks that it will reduce his workload and he'll get back as uh, you know that old virat kohli which we know then i think it will be great for him and for the indian cricket team as well because we all know virat kohli as just a proper batsman because we saw you know when he was playing under ms dhoni i mean the amount of runs he used to score i mean he that's why he got the name run machine right correct correct no doubt virat kohli 2015 2016 an absolute firecracker in whichever format he played crucially another thing that he did give up was the captaincy of rcb and there is no rcb without without virat kohli he's been there since the beginning of the franchise and ha- hasn't left the team since even ms dhoni has had to leave chennai super kings when chennai super kings wasn't a team for two years but throughout the ipl from 2008 to 2021 virat kohli has been leading the ship there too and i don't think this is a coincidence when you drop down from captaincy in the t20 format for india you have to do it by default in rcb as well so i think virat kohli is just looking to revamp his entire career and i don't see this as an end but i only see this as a little bit of a space a little bit of time for him to regroup and he is going to come back and give it give it his all wherever he's playing you're going to see a new side of virat kohli a very I would say a very a dominant side, a very different, more aggressive side than we have seen before. Because now he has nothing to lose. He doesn't have to keep his composure and shake everyone's hand. The captain would have to do that. Now Virat Kohli can just focus on one thing, and that's batting like crazy. And that's what he's been doing for the past so many years. Yeah, absolutely right. I mean. It- you know you you mentioned he is there from the start of the franchise from 2008 to 21 out of these 13 years 8 years he's been captain that is from 2013 okay and that it would be so so difficult to see him since from 2022 ipl that he's not the captain i mean it, it's just like it, it's it, 
it's really really disheartening and i'm really really sad that uh, he stepped on from rcb captainship also and i just hope you know as you said we get to see the old virat kohli back and you know there's a uh, saying you know when the lion takes two steps backward it's just to take a big jump okay and we all know virat kohli is a lion he's the king of the jungle okay and i'm pretty sure he's going to roar back strongly no doubt but this is a very weird division in captaincy where we will have a different t20i captain but virat kohli is odi and test captain so he's going to have a one white ball captaincy and one red ball captaincy whereas if you see other teams if you see england for example uh, morgan is your white ball captain he is your odi and t20 captain while um joe root takes the captaincy for test same thing with tim payne being the test captain while aaron finch is currently the t20 and odi captain so this is a little bit of a weird space of course kane williamson is captain for all three formats uh, when he's playing for new zealand but this is quite weird where your white ball captaincy gets divided between two people and anand additionally i have to ask you this who takes the reins who becomes your next t20 captain because we do play another t20 world cup next year down under in australia it has to be rohit sharma i mean if it is not rohit sharma then who i mean it is so absolutely clear yes india hasn't still announced the new captain but it is by default because rohit sharma was the vice captain in limited overs format and uh, coming to the point where you know uh, he's got one test uh, you know one red ball format captaincy and one white ball format captaincy i don't really feel it's going to be make it would it would make much of a difference because firstly the teams in odi and t20 are almost similar okay just few uh, few players here and there and the team is absolutely same okay and just in the test format virat kohli has done an incredible job so and the team is totally different so i think it wouldn't make much of a difference the only difference we would see is like in t20s rohit sharma would walk you know walk for the toss and in odi as it will be virat kohli but the team is different and they they both work very well okay just i feel on paper it's different okay yes he's the captain he's this he's that but after end of the day they both make decisions together yes the final call will be this time of rohit sharma not virat kohli's that's a bit of a change but i don't think the functioning of the team as a group and the results which we will see will make any difference so i feel you know even if it was rohit sharma for just one format that is t20 i don't think anything would make any difference is just going to be the same that's it and i pointed out the differences which were happening absolutely so you think it's going to be rohit sharma well anand as usual i don't think we agree on a lot of things yes i so okay just tell me if you don't think it's rohit sharma then who shreyas ayer okay uh, rohit sharma just has maybe 3 or 4 years left in his full time career as a cricketer okay that's your point then who so if okay, you're thinking from be- a long term perspective and i'm going to get a lot of criticism for this but lokesh rahul must take the reins as captain for your t20 team from a long term perspective if you're thinking of a long term captain someone who can be a leader for more than just 3 or 4 years at a time then you're definitely looking for example like ms dhoni being captain for almost 10 years or at least 9 years ms dhoni was your captain across formats i think if you want someone like that and india loves a wicketkeeper captain so i think kl rahul 
and he is a fabulous leader kl rahul has led kings 11 punjab obviously never to a winning cause but no, rahul no, is a very sound mind this is what you are saying right Rahul has proven himself with the bat. Rahul has also proven himself in limited overs with the gloves. And even if he's not your main go-to wicketkeeper, I think as a captain, KL Rahul would be very effective. Okay, so as you mentioned, as a long-term for you know long-term perspective as a captain, I feel we should first go with Rohit Sharma because he's more experienced. He has three to four years more uh, cricket left in him, not more than that. He's thirty-four right now. You add four to five years. maximum 5 years okay and i think rahul can become the vice captain and he can learn from rohit sharma because see 9 years ms dhoni was the captain and uh, yes in the start it was first virendra sehwag then gautam gambhir then later on i think from 2013 12 13 14 across actually from 2014 itself only okay virat kohli became the vice captain so that was also 3 to 4 years if you go to see you know so i feel lokesh rahul should be the vice captain he should learn from rohit sharma okay and then take on the reins so this is what is going to be i really feel i don't i don't see rishabh pant even becoming the vice captain yes he can be once uh, lokesh rahul becomes the full time captain but in general rahul vice captain rohit sharma captain period that's it this is my opinion as usual you you differ like you you agree to something else i agree to something else but you know uh, i i wouldn't say kind of it would hurt the ego of rohit sharma or virat kohli playing under lokesh rahul but you know it's sometimes just like okay i am the senior pro over here no okay, doubt I need, i i need to be in charge you see it's it's by default okay he rohit sharma is more experienced he's won five titles with mumbai indians and he's on the verge to win the sixth one so and no you know no uh, abuse to rahul's talent as a captain or as a batsman but we all saw you know we all see what he does for punjab he's a good leader he leads from the front with the bat he's been the orange cap holder since the past one or two years but his team hasn't performed well at, you know as a group he still has to learn a learn a lot because the teams in punjab and in india both are different but if you see the squads the the mumbai indian squad the rcb squad and the punjab squad there is huge differences in how how the team is like the team structure is you have a lot of inexperienced talent in punjab compared to rcb and mi mi so you have you have superstars like rohit sharma hardik pandya jaspreet bumrah trent bolt and of course rcb has your virat ab and chahal but you i think if KL Rahul is given captaincy of a formidable talented T20 team that India is I think India has a long way to go and think about the squad rotation I think under leaders like Virat Kohli and Rohit Sharma they have their set favorites already in place well while young talent unused potential talent that I had referred to in the previous episode might not get as many opportunities as they probably deserve to Okay, I I really disagree with you on that one again, especially for Rohit Sharma. I cannot say about that for Virat Kohli. Actually, I can I can speak for both, but especially for Rohit Sharma, he has never done that. I mean, I've seen him, you know, even in Mumbai Indians. Yes, they've got a straight straight eleven. They hardly make any changes. But you know, I've I saw footage. Okay, where even the net bowler who did not get one game, he was not bowling well in the nets. Rohit Sharma. you know called him at the side I was like what happened why are you not bowling well kuch ho gaya kya he spoke to him in hindi 
you know, with one arm around his shoulder, like, Bata mujhe, kya ho gaya? tell me what's going on, bowl over here. You know, he had a chat. So, yes, he might uh, not be in the playing 11 that night bowler. He might not even in Mumbai squad. But the way Virat, uh, the way Rohit Sharma gave confidence to that young bowler, okay, he might remember that once again. So, you, you cannot say they've got their set favourites, yes. But, you know, when they've got the ability, yes. And talking about favourites, Chahal isn't in the T20 squad. Okay, I mean, he's in RCB with Virat Kohli and obviously the captain has a say in the playing 11. Absolutely. Obviously, I mean, even if it was MS Dhoni, I would say the same thing. The Dhoni, Dhoni also had a say in the playing 11 or in the squad. So, Virat Kohli also had a say in the current T20 squad. So, you cannot say they have their set of favourites. I, I would say that to a certain extent, I do feel bad for some players that have immense potential that have got a little late uh, opportunities. Guys like Surya Kumar Yadav, who's got his big break in cricket only after the age, in, in the national cricket side, only after the age of 30 and numerous other talents. But that debate is for another day. Anand, Virat Kohli has also announced the RCB captaincy departure. Who comes in his place and why is it not A.B. De Villiers? Okay, I was like, I thought you'll be like, okay, it's why ABD will is, but see, again, the point comes in, you don't know for how much long AB will stick around. I'll be very honest. I mean, Virat Kohli giving up India's captaincy is still one thing, but Virat Kohli giving up RCB captain is a really different thing because if not Virat Kohli, then who? I mean, you go to any other team, they all have backups. You go to Kolkata from Dinesh Karthi, they went to Eon Morgan. From uh, Hyderabad, they have uh, David Warner. They went to Kane Williamson. Okay, then for Chennai, they you know they came to uh, from they have Suresh Raina. I mean, Dhoni is from the start, but they still have Suresh Raina. They've got Faf. They've got plenty of experience. They've been Bravo. Okay, Mumbai. They've got Pollard. So each each franchise has at least one backup captain. But ABD, you don't know he's going to stick around. He'll play for the next two to three years max, and there's no guarantee that he will give you the cup. What Virat Kohli did for couldn't do for eight years. There's no guarantee that AB, ABD could do. Yes, he can. He's an incredible batsman. He's a, he's called a Superman for a reason. But still, there's uh, you know a, an Indian leading a side and a foreign player leading a IPL team is two different things. Because the Indian captain knows okay what kind of a talent he's got the local squad, but the foreign uh, you know. Uh, the foreign captain doesn't know. So it's not, I think they might go for ABD, but they still need to look for the future ahead after Virat Kuri and after ABD winners. Uh, Anand, the first IPL that was ever played, the first IPL tournament was won by Rajasthan Royals with yes, a foreign I know captain. Won, I, I know you will talk about David Warner also, but see, they da- David Warner exceptions. 2016. But yeah, yeah. I, I know, see, there are a few exceptions, but we know RCB's record. I mean, from 2008 till uh, 2021, you, you look at the charts, man. At least, at least, almost every team has at least one once, except for Punjab. No doubt. Absolutely no doubt. But what I can say is we're entering a mega auction where you're only allowed to retain three players from your team and use the RTM card if you want on the other two. So in a sense, you can retain only five players in your franchise. There are going to be a lot of trades, a lot of buys, a lot of sells. And 
I have a feeling that RCB is going into this auction looking for new leadership, looking for someone who can captain the team, whether it's an Indian or an overseas player is yet to be seen, but we could be going into this year's mega auction with RCB having a keen eye on a captain. Okay, I'll, you know, I'll tell you one thing. Any team, when they're... At least every team should have the captain by their side even when they're going for an auction. Because trust me, either the captain, the captains are not allowed out in the auction, but they're continuously on phone, video call, messages. Okay. And having a captain, you know, in contact with the IPL is, is a much bigger thing. Even Virat Kohli used to do that for RCB when he was the captain. So, and when I've seen teams, you know, when they don't have captains with them uh, during the auction, it, it becomes really difficult because after you form a squad, then you're telling, okay, you be the captain and that person. Take an example of Sanju Samson. Best example. He has to work around with uh, that squad, with those people who have got, he does not have his own, okay, set of like, okay, I can go with this person. I can, he has to go with the resources he has. And I think that's one kind of a limitation to, I think that's one limitation which teams don't see. They have to start seeing that. And even for Punjab, even Punjab, you know, they did not know who to announce. They went with uh, Rahul. So they should have captains by their side uh, during auction. A captain should always be ready. Definitely, definitely captain should be ready. But right now, as we speak, I don't see AB de Villiers as a long-term viable choice for such a successful franchise. At least right now, as we speak, they are in the top, top four. So what, what I think is that Virat Kohli will have a huge say in who the next captain will be. He will be there either at the auctions or if he wants to make a very wild decision by just stating that, okay, it's going to be Devdat Padikal, for example. I will be okay with that because as we know, MS Dhoni was still in the squad when Virat Kohli was made captain and MS Dhoni always mentored Virat Kohli. Virat Kohli said this on numerous interviews that he may be the captain, but Dhoni is always the leader of the ship. Similarly, if Padikal, for example, is given the reins, Virat Kohli will always have his arms over his shoulder, just mentoring him, showing him the way how to lead. And that could cultivate a new captain as well. So there could, there's a world of possibilities. And we have just started this amazing Indian Premier League second leg and we've had some fantastic matches. So Anand, tell me, what has been the match of the night out of the three matches that you've seen? Okay, out of the three matches, first, it's going to be RR versus Punjab. Then it's going to be MI versus CSK. And then it's going to be KKR versus RCB. Because we are going to talk a lot about all these three you know, matches. But first, let's talk about the El Clasico of the IPL. That is MI versus CSK. So, Vashish, I'll speak about MI versus CSK. I'll give you RR versus Punjab. Because I remember in the previous episode when we, we were doing the preview, you were like, don't underestimate Rajasthan. And we did. Your predictions come right. So I'll give you that match. And then we can, you know, bad mouth about RCB's performance. <laughs> okay. Because you like doing that. So we'll do that together. And I will defend RCB as usual. So Absolutely. Uh, talking about MI versus CSK, the MI bowlers were fabulous. Bold, Bumrah, uh, you know, Adam Mill, if I'm not wrong. Okay. He, they were all, they all three were on fire. I think, 
CSK were 24 for four. They were reeling with Ambati Raidu injured back to the pavilion. He did not, you know, come out to bat after that. So you, you are thinking like the 24 for four, then 44 for four. You're like, okay, where where's the innings going? Will they uh, get all out by 120, 110 or less than that? But then there's one young talent from Maharashtra, Mumbai, Ruturaj Gaikwad. Boy, 88 not out from 58 deliveries. I mean, after scoring his 50, he accelerated so much, like 51 from 41 balls. Then in the next 17 balls, he scored around 36 to 37 runs. I mean, what acceleration. Superb. I mean, the way he, he swept. I mean, I'm not even kidding. He swept bowlers like Trent Bolt and just Preet Bumrah for fours and sixes respectively. That young lad, you know, he's, he's not that big in stature. He's very thin, but he's got a lot of power. Clearing, you know, clearing stadiums like Dubai, which is very huge. I mean, boy, he, he's got some talent. And the way he was guiding the ship, taking the ones and the twos, Awesome. I mean, he's he's really the emerging player for me, uh, you know, for the for this year's IPL and plus India's bench strength as usual, commandable. You know, he's a used prospect. I feel so very well done to Rudraj Gaikwad. Then comes Dwayne Bravo. Okay, that I mean the champion, champion. Okay, so you know after winning the CPL uh, back in the Caribbean. He's here once again, scoring a quick fire 23 from eight balls and, uh, you know, taking three wickets and one, one run out, a typical Bravo champion performance. So, uh, you know, it just shows how CSK is as a team. They can come out from any situation. And I really feel bad for Mumbai Indians. Only Saurabh Tiwari scored a lone 50. Others were like just 16, 15, 10. It was all up to the batsmen, I feel. You know, uh, who left, uh, who couldn't do the job. The bowlers did an excellent job. But there, Polad, Mr. Captain, even 44 for four, you have your foot on the on the opponent's neck. Why don't you go and try to knock them out? The Chennai Super Kings were allowed back into the game. So, that, I think that is, that's the biggest miss that Polad had as, as a captain. So, yeah, this was the review of the first game. It was a proper... Uh, both bat and ball performance. It was the L Classico and it was fun to watch. Anand, it was the L Classico, but you forgot to mention Mumbai Indians missed two of their key players. Pollard yes, came in yes. as captain, Rohit Sharma and Hardik Pandya. Two of your stalwarts for Mumbai Indians were benched. Um, the reason... Um, Hardik Pandya was benched is still unknown. I'm not too sure why. Rohit Sharma might be a little too exhausted from all the test cricket he's played. So maybe he just needs a one-game break, which is uh, definitely understandable. Pollard is a very capable captain for Mumbai Indians. Um, Now, how I see this is that the tracks have already started to slow down. We saw a batting collapse similar to a lot of batting collapses that we've seen before. But usually these batting collapses end with very low totals. But of course, as you alluded to, Rutaraj Gaikwad's performance with the bat was sublime. But I think the wicket, the, the, the pitches have slowed down, Anna. There is not much of there's not much movement going on, but it's the slower balls, especially by the tall Adam Milne that has been taking the wickets quite 
that have quite been the the secret and of course chennai suffered hard with ambati raidu suffering with an injury suresh raina just anand he looked hilarious i'm sorry he yes, used, to, he used to he used to be one of my favorite batsmen especially he when he used to bat for, at number 5 and 6 for team india and 3 for chennai but right now he looked ridiculous i think i think he just that that rust of not batting for a long time and maybe lack of practice i don't know i don't want to assume too much for such a talented player like raina so i don't know what the problem was but raina looked very rusty at least dhoni was middling the middling the ball a little bit before he got out for three but the thing with chennai is they bat deep they have a huge batting lineup they bat till number 9 your only bowlers are deepak chahar and josh hazelwood and deepak chahar can bat too as we saw in sri lanka so chennai have a very put together very sorted out squad so that's amazing mumbai on the other hand i don't know what their game plan is how many games do they need to win to get to the playoffs anand uh, minimum is 14 but uh, you know just to be on the safer side uh, the teams go for 16 16 not 18 but 14 is the minimum points which you need to uh, qualify their teams which qualify for 12 points also which we saw in 2019 but that all depends upon your nrr net run rate does this loss affect mumbai's chances in terms of morale as well as points table see that's a very difficult question because we all know mumbai indians like to make things hard for themselves they like to you know come back in the end we see we have seen that in n number of occasion 13 14 15i'll name the years it won't stop so yes it has a little bit it has been a little hard it is going to be a little hard for them because with Rajasthan and Kolkata, you know, winning the uh, first two games, and both are on six and eight points, if I'm not wrong. And Rajasthan breathing down their neck, so it's going to be a little difficult. It all depends upon Rajasthan's wins and losses. But if Mumbai plays well and they win their next three to four games, I mean, there's nothing stopping them. I mean, now they have they have played eight matches, more six more to go. They win at least three. They are they have qualified. I feel. I mean. 8 10 12 14 yes you have got 14 points on the table and then you you know hope for the other teams to lose and your nrr to qualify you for the playoff a little Definitely. bit hard but i feel there's nothing to worry about for mumbai indians they are a classic team now coming to a team that might be that that it might be a little harder to make it to the playoffs and that's kolkata night riders conquering the royal challengers bangalore with the ball what a comprehensive bowling performance again this was in the sheikh zayed abu dhabi stadium and i didn't know the pitches would be that slow even there usually faster outfields in abu dhabi but what has happened what has the pitch curator curated this time where we've got so many wickets come so early for these guys see the problem i feel is not about the wickets you know the is actually you know the pitch is little slow they have got tracks okay and uh, the ball is stopping like uh, in the first game when we saw mi versus csk in dubai it had a hint of grass and little bit of cracks and the when the ball was landing on the cracks it was stopping on the batsman okay that's why you could see moen ali and fab duplessis you know having soft dismissals you don't see fab getting out on uh, you know getting caught on third man because that's the ball very usually is a four or a six 
and moin ali also you know got uh, got out near covers and those are the balls which they hit for boundary so it, it might stopped on them i would say the ball wasn't doing much a little bit but not much it stopped after one or two overs that's usually normal that was for dubai and abu dhabi i mean the pitches are always the pitches over there has always been slow it's never good for batting you have hardly any see, seen the score of 200 in abu dhabi i'll be very honest it's either either dubai or sharjah abu dhabi never has a score of 200 their minimum score is 140 150 max 160 not more than that so the pitch has always been there in abu dhabi that way and sharjah we still haven't seen so i think it it all depends upon the next game definitely but this kkr rcb game and what a comprehensive bowling performance varun chakravarty with the ball anand isn't this the best choice for a leg spinner in your world t20 squad isn't this a great choice and what a I mean, fabulous bowler absolutely it's a great choice i mean when you have got the indian captain himself saying i mean he virat kohli said right i mean in the dugout uh, and i quote in the dugout i was saying uh, he is going to be a very you know critical uh, performer for us in in the world t20 squad especially this innings so i mean when the indian captain himself is saying he's not looking at his own ipl team he's looking at the larger picture that says everything about that man trust me i mean he's the same man who who made ipl suspend <laughs> in may but it is what it is right and plus he himself said that i am growing in confidence once uh, agrod I grew in confidence. Confidence when I was selected for the Indian team. So he's a great prospect, and he's a mystery spinner. So batsman, watch out, man! And and if there is any batsman in this IPL, okay, who's got a little bit of brains, they will try to study Varun Chakravarty for the bigger picture because you're going to play on these three grounds itself, okay? And you're going to play for a national side. And after the uh, IPL ends in two or three days, the World T20 starts. So, if any batsman has the brains and they want to play well for their country, they are going to study Varun Chakravarty. And if they don't, then all the batsmen are full over. I'll be very honest. I'll be very brutal. Definitely, definitely, Varun Chakravarty is someone you have to really read, know what his because his mystery ball is one of the best things I've seen in international cricket recently. So. I am looking forward to that. I was very impressed with Andre Russell and his slow balls as well. Ah, uh, when Andre Russell is not batting, he is giving you strong, solid performances with the ball. I remember his amazing fifer in the first leg of the IPL, and now this Andre Russell is a beast, and I can't wait to see him unleash with the bat as well. Of course, he just had to stand from the non-striker's end while debutant Venkatesh Iyer was whacking it. all over the place but andre russell a strong prospect yes absolutely i mean uh, how can you forget the delivery which he bowled to abd villers i mean first ball fast of a clean bowl bowl no one does that to abd villers no one does to the superman i mean that was a peach of a delivery no doubt andre russell is going to be a very 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 strong threat to team india in the world cup as well as the pitches get slower and You know how the Caribbeans are. You have your the guys who can bowl fast, but then you have your Bravos and your Pollards and your Russells who are gonna come strong with the slow balls as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So India versus West Indies is going to be a game if we get to watch. You know the final. So I think that can be the final of World T Twenty. So that's a talk topic for another time. But Vashesh talking about the third match, Punjab versus Rajasthan, the ONL Classico. I think it's. 
turning into you know the old el clasico the second el clasico of ipl we have seen you know three back to back games which uh, have been really really close whenever these two team meets uh, before this match it was like 10 punjab like 10 yeah 10 punjab and 12 rajasthan you know 22 matches they have played in between you know these teams really you know they bring out the a game i feel it just like mumbai versus csk versus give us some insights into this game since you are a big rr fan you know, i mean you said in the previous episodes they are underdogs and don't underestimate them so tell us about this game give us the insights tell us you know who whose performance impressed you the most tell us more about this game so first of all anand i i am through and through a delhi capital supporter you know that but yes rajasthan royals is a team i am backing this year as well to make it to the playoffs at least and i was mighty impressed with the opening partnership of evan lewis and yashasvi jaiswal of course we have seen what evan lewis is capable of we've seen him in all kinds of matches for international cricket but yashasvi jaiswal this under 19 cricketer who made it to the finals of the under 19 cricket world cup didn't do much for rr last year but was heavily endorsed and uh, heavily endorsed by josh butler himself and that amazing 49 he made at the strike rate of almost 140 i think sublime batting on his end evan lewis smacking a very impressive 36 and then mahipa lomroor i i didn't know much about this guy to be honest with you but when he came in at number 5 i was like oh god is rr going to set up a big total and then this guy starts whacking it all over the place and i was like wow this is a performance to look out for i didn't see much from rahul tevatia i thought tevatia would do his own fair share of hitting which i was slightly disappointed with um liam livingston made a very decent 25 and i had the world of expectation i thought this guy is going to be the man of the series uh, the man of the tournament in the second leg because of how impressive he's been in t20 cricket and the 100 but it's okay i think another day he's going to bat better the bowling for punjab has been was excellent as well i think arshdeep singh with that fifer was just fabulous that wicket that he took of liam livingston with the catch by fabian allen was amazing uh, that catch by mayank agarwal um when getting evan lewis out was amazing as well so kudos to them i think punjab performed better with bat and ball but still rajasthan managed to win the game anand what do you have to say about that when you've been beaten in both ends of the spectrum you you you've had a better opening partnership and you've performed better with the ball but you've still not been able to chase down the total by only two runs and credit to kartik tyaki for a wonderful final over and and these are to like international names like aden makram nicholas puran fabian allen these aren't your regular guys these are the beasts of cricket and you've been able to take them down so kudos to rajasthan and kudos to kartik tyagi for bowling so well with those yorkers nailing those perfect yorkers and bowling it's slightly wider so i think that was a very very impressive bowling performance in the death 
Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, I feel really bad for KL Rahul as a captain. I mean, his bowlers did the job. Five wickets by Arshdeep Singh, Shami. I mean, at one stage, Rajasthan was looking to get around 210 to 220. But in the last, uh, you know, three to four overs, the Punjab bowlers, especially Shami and Arshdeep, they took six wickets for just 21 runs. I mean, it all depended upon the batsmen to do the job. I mean, it it really. that fills me i mean there's no word to it, how ridiculous it is i mean you needed 10 from 15 that's it you needed just 10 runs from 15 balls how could you not chase it down why are you and sunil gavaskar also in the commentary box later on said they were trying to go for the glory shot why do you want to go for the glory shot when you could just tap it around put bat to ball and run i mean you needed just four runs from six balls yes if you get a bad ball then back it for four or a six but why it's really ridiculous i mean even if you karthik tyagi was bowling yorkers okay it's not like you couldn't have uh, you know uh, just knocked it around and you know got it for a one or a two you could have done that the actually the game should have ended in the 18th over or the 19th over itself it should have not gone to the 20th over i mean that's just ridiculous the the, the wicket of nicholas puran okay It it I was like why why are we doing that and Deepak Hooda I mean that guy pisses pissed me off even more the first okay. ball or the second ball if I'm not wrong he's trying to hit for a four or a six why just knock it around man I mean KL Rahul himself yes he did not say but he himself was very frustrated the face of Anil Kumble you know said everything it was like how can you how can you lose this match we saw it against Mumbai in last year around this time only they lost the double super over. Okay, then they lost this match. It's just how they are just as a team they are unable to handle pressure. They are doing great performance. Rahul performed well, forty nine, and uh, Mayank Agarwal performed well for a sixty sixty five. If I'm not wrong, okay, Makram and Puran had a great fifty partnership. At just the end, that two percent, that two percent which matters, <laughs> and you choke over there. I mean, what can you say? No doubt, I think that was just uh, I don't know. it's not a shame but i would still say a lot could be asked for from punjab and they're definitely going to relook regroup and maybe strategically plan a run chase better than how they've handled it this time they almost made it to the finish line and then decided it's the Absolutely. perfect story of the rabbit and the um, the rabbit and the turtle where you're almost there you've won the race but then you just want to take that little nap or like just have that little moment of misunderstanding and you have it lost to the guys who are playing a lot slower than you and and, and you know this this match is very important i mean the, we have already we are already in the second leg and we all know after seven games the tournament becomes more important right so you know each and every point from here on is becomes very crucial you you never know you might just fail to qualify punjab might end on the fifth position uh, for that matter because they don't have the two points to qualify I think Punjab is going to stay at the bottom, bottom two or bottom three. I don't think they're going to make it above six. To be honest with you, Anand, looking at how Rajasthan and Kolkata have performed, they are looking, they are hungry to take that Mumbai position or even that Bangalore position at three and four. So Punjab and the recently two minutes ago concluded match of Sunrisers Hyderabad. I think these two teams aren't going to make it too far. Yeah, I mean the way they are going, they are playing. I mean, what should I even say? Yes, now uh, Rajasthan and uh, sorry, Delhi and Hyderabad. The match got concluded. A brilliant bowling performance from uh, the Delhi bowlers. 
you know kagiso rabada uh, norkia then aksar patel i mean restricting them for just 134 for 9 no one was able to cross the score of 15 to 16 except abdul samad who scored 28 so that was a really you know comprehensive victory i would say and they go top of the table I must say I'm very impressed with Abdul Samad with the bat. I think when everyone else was crumbling, Abdul Samad really wanted to push that total higher. And if it wasn't for him, it would have been a below hundred total for sure. And absolutely, absolutely. Plus, you know, we should not forget Rashid Khan. His twenty-three also was very important. Rashid Khan, I would say, is sort of a bowling all-rounder. He's evolving into a bowling all-rounder with his six-hitting abilities. I think um, we're underestimating his batting capabilities as well. so if sunrisers is able to just get just get their um, get their team together and just figure out what the leadership situation is i know kane williamson has taken over captaincy i think for the rest of the tournament but what is really going on in that hyderabad camp and why are they always zooming the camera on sun tv ceo's daughter is beyond me but okay I mean, I think the cameraman <laughs> likes that female, but that's a topic for other discussion. But you know, uh, it's just like the change of captaincy, and plus before this game, there was a COVID outbreak. Don't forget that. Yes, guys, you heard it right. A COVID outbreak. Natarajan uh, was tested positive, and few other six uh, support staff were close contacts. They have all been quarantined. So I think that might have affected the performance. But once again, I mean, you change the captain middle of the tournament, and then there's a break, and again you regroup. It's all it's all mixed up. I feel. So I think let this year go. I feel Hyderabad should just like okay. They should forget about the playoffs. They should just think we have got nothing to lose. If we can't qualify, let's not let's let's make the life of other teams a little bit harder. This is what I feel. That's exactly what Chennai did last year in the IPL. The way. <laughs> Yes, Chennai absolutely. ruined it for a lot of teams. Chennai ruined it for Punjab. Punjab was this close to qualifying even in the Kolkata. top four, even Kolkata. Yes, and Chennai just disrupted the whole top four table because of their series of wins towards the tail end of the tournament when it was a bit too late for them. Yeah, so I mean, Hyderabad should go with that mindset from now. Eh? I mean, they have played eight to nine games, lost eight games, just one. There's no point of. I don't see any. thing of that they can resurrect they're not mumbai indians i'll be very honest they're not mumbai indians who can win 6 on the trot or 5 or 7 in the trot so But hyderabad even, even the- statistically they are, they aren't they're not going to be able to make it to the yeah. uh, to the playoffs so even if you count the numbers they're just way 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 behind so yeah i mean it depends about the nrr if they win with big margin then that's a different thing that mathematics will come into play but it's all done and dusted for sunrisers hyderabad in this tournament one more game they lose it's all it's completely over now their, their whole body is out of the door is just one foot left inside absolutely but we are still here and we are going to look forward to the next couple of days of exciting cricket tomorrow is the mumbai indians versus the kolkata night riders then of course rcb csk another old rivalry and the match i'm most excited for Delhi Capitals versus Ra- versus Rajasthan Royals on Saturday. Anand, I hope you are geared up for these matches because I can't wait to watch them. Yes, absolutely. I am to even more geared up for Mumbai. Uh, sorry, CSK versus RCB. I mean, I want to see how 
you know, uh, after the announcement of Virat stepping down, MS Dhoni becoming the mentor and all the talks going on, how they meet, is I just want to see that, uh, you know, uh, brotherly bond again between Mahirat. Yes, Absolutely. I give them the name Mahirat. Oh my God. That... Oh my God, I'm cringing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love them, man. You, you, how can you just hate Virat Kohli and MS Dhoni? No doubt, no doubt. You you couldn't hate MS Dhoni at least. Oh, yeah, I was I was just waiting for this statement from your end. <laughs> so Anand, out of the three games that we've seen, if you could give me three changes to the squad, any three changes for any squad, what would they be? See, I feel MI obviously Rohit and Hardik are coming back. Even Trent Bull recently said they will be fit for the next game. Okay, I don't see Kolkata making any change, even CSK. I mean, especially Dhoni doesn't like to tinker with his winning combinations. I might see some changes with RCB, but that also I'm a little doubtful because uh, they had a winning, what to say, winning team. It was just not that day. Okay. And the other match was between DC and RR. No changes. Absolutely. I foresee one change. I'm sorry. I see one. Okay. I foresee one change with CSK. Depending on the fitness of Ambati Raidu, yeah, 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 yeah. I see Jagadeesan coming in place of Raidu, a very capable middle order batsman, and score tons and tons of runs for the Tamil Nadu Ranji team as well. Yeah, I mean, you never know. Jagadeesan can come in, or they might just bring in Robbie Uttappa for that matter, or or even Sam Curran is coming. So I don't know if uh, Dhoni wants an extra batter, he might just drop Josh Hazelwood and bring in Sam Curran. But I don't think you know that would be the case because. Josh Hill is a proper, proper steamer. And we saw he was take, he took the very crucial wicket of Kyron Pollard, you know, uh, during MI versus CSK. So I feel Josh Hazel would, would be should be there because that just strengthens the bowling lineup. Definitely. And also kudos to KKR for making the conscious choice of finally picking Lockie Ferguson in their bowling yeah. attack. I think that is I think that's that Lockie Ferguson in the UAE with KKR has just been firepower after firepower. And I can't wait to see what he does ahead in the tournament. And that's super over. I just can't forget that as well. So we are going to see a lot of exciting cricket from these guys, especially. Absolutely. Absolutely. So here, here's the preview of the first four matches, guys. So I hope you all like this episode. So just stay tuned for further more uh, reviews of further matches. As Vashish said, we'll be back again next week. So stay tuned to Cover Drive Collective. Wear your mask, get vaccinated and be safe. Thank you. Thank you, guys.